Yo, what up? Top of the top episode 173 Stash House Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. This week's topic is NBA free agency. Gonna talk about Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, the Brooklyn Nets, that whole drama. Also, I have another guest joining me, my good friend Rebecca. Talk about a lot of things, man. The community, life, food, all type of stuff, man. That's just part one of our conversation, man. So make sure y'all tune in, sit back, relax, enjoy episode 173 Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? Episode 173 Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode, saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Shout out to all the YouTube viewers, man. If you listen on different streaming platforms, audio-wise, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor App, all streaming platforms, man. Thank y'all, man. Subscribe, share, everything y'all do, man. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everyone had a safe week, man, a safe weekend. Enjoy yourselves. At the time, I'm recording kind of early so I can give y'all a little glimpse of how my weekend went. This is the first time all my grandmas, grandkids are in Columbus, Georgia for the first time in like 20 years. We have our family reunion this weekend, man. So salute to the fam, man. Much love to the family. Very, very grateful, man. Very, very thankful, man, to be able to spend time with my family, man, from the oldest to the youngest, man. Just great to see your family in one place at one time. So Y'all know I'm enjoying my weekend. I enjoyed my weekend. So as soon as I get done recording, editing, all that good stuff, y'all know where I'm heading to. But to start this episode off, man, no other place to start, man, NBA free agency. We've been under the rock the past years, decades, whatever, free agencies where the NBA shake things up. You never know what's going to happen in terms of contracts, the the amount of money these contracts are worth, man, the amount of years players sign for and in this case, just a debacle of organizations, man. Uh, no other place to start. I may get into this more next week as well because at the time I'm recording, uh, the news that everybody's waiting on to break hasn't break hasn't broke yet. So maybe by the time this episode come out, news has came about the Kevin Durant trade. But at the moment, nothing has came out yet. And watch, soon as I'm done recording, the next day something gonna happen. But if that happens throughout the next week or so, the next episode, I'll talk more about NBA free agency because a lot of moving pieces, a lot of pieces I was looking, you know what I'm saying, in terms of like the Hawks and Murray. I'm getting all that next week. But this week, only thing to talk about, man, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. A lot of places you can start with this, man. But me, I'm just start with these two, man. They've been taking a lot of heat really since the Boston Celtics playoff series, man, when they got swept in the first round. And I kind of figured – that was going to happen, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, y'all can't win one game against Boston in the first round. They should have known that was going to come, but because of that, I figured, okay, with their mindset, you know, you got the Ben Simmons question as well, but Ben Simmons hasn't played, so i really not putting no stock into Ben Simmons like everyone else is because he hasn't played. And when he does play, who knows what we're going to get from him, to be honest with y'all. So just sticking with KD and Kyrie, one thing I do want to ask KD and Kyrie, and, of course, y'all got this whole thing with the media, you know what I'm saying, Skip, Stephen A., all those guys, man. I just want – I don't care if it's on Kevin Durant podcast, J.J. Reddit podcast, Stash House podcast, shit, one of them want to come on here, I'll gladly invite them over. Somebody just need to ask them, yo, for the rest of y'all career, each individually, 
Y'all got the rings. Y'all got the all-stars, the all-NBA. Y'all got every accomplishment there is to have, man. What I want to know from KD and Kyrie, with this whole Brooklyn debacle going on and Kevin Durant requesting a trade, Kyrie Irving just being his own man, and I understand all that completely, but the only question I got, what do you want to accomplish for the rest of your career? That's it. However they choose to answer that, that's how they choose to answer But I just want to know, KD, Kyrie, what else do you want to accomplish? What is your... What is your goal for the next two, three years in the league? If y'all want to play together, play together. If Brooklyn organization is not that stable, man, just ride it out. But this trading, opting in, opting out, it just causing confusion. I'm just thinking from a teammate standpoint, man. I said it when James Harden got traded to Philly. I said it. James Harden didn't come to Brooklyn for that. Then he didn't come for, oh, damn, Kyrie, you ain't going to play for most of the game. Now, granted, now now Kyrie can play all the games, so that's what I'm confused about. Kevin Durant won the trail. I'm like, damn, Kyrie can play now, so what's what's the real issue is? But at first, I was like, yo, I'm not mad at James Harden wanting to leave. He didn't come there for that shit. He think, okay, we got KD, Kyrie, and me. Now, y'all know me. I said on the podcast, I wasn't too concerned with Brooklyn. When they had James Harden, Kyrie, and Kevin, even before the whole vaccine and all, I wasn't really like, oh, my God, a new super team. The league is in trouble. The league is – I wasn't thinking that. I don't know why. All three great players in their own right, you know what I'm saying? I just wasn't so shook when I saw James Harden join them. It was just something in me, and now, hate to say I told you so, but, hey, I told you so. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And – from these two, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, it's a thing of, yo, you got Kyrie who people are looking at as a possible, uh, what's the best word, uh, distraction for organizations. I mean, we saw when he left from Cleveland. When he left from Cleveland, I wasn't mad. He was like, yo, I want to be my own person. I want to be the leader of my own team. I want to get away from Bron. I wasn't mad at him for that. You know what I'm saying? If you want to take it up and be like, yo, I want to lead a team. So he went to Boston, and in hindsight, he probably should have stayed with Boston. He had those young guys, Tatum, Brown. But it was just a question of how can we gel all this together, all just, all of this together and seeing it now. It's like, okay, them boys can ball, but when you got Kyrie on the court, it's a different type of feel on how you can set up shots and all that. But the way he left, you know what I'm saying, saying, yo, he don't want to go nowhere, he's going to be with Boston, whatever. Of course, athletes say that to teams to make the crowd feel better, make the fans. But leaving Boston like that just put – a sour taste in their mouth, and I don't think it was horrible the way he left, but, you know, Kyrie is just a unique individual. But, like they say, I think it was Richard Jefferson. Like, you can be unique. You can be your own person. We respect that. But when you're playing a team sport, you got to put the team, you know what I'm saying, in your mind when you're making certain decisions, man. It, just, it leave a bad taste. And me being the person I am, man, if I'm playing with a guy and he just up and leaves like the way Kyrie did to Boston – I'm a whatever team he go to, you best believe when we get the schedule for the year, I'm circling that game on my calendar. Every game we play, I'm circling that on my calendar, man. And in terms of KD, man, KD just need to find well, he had a stable organization in Golden State. But the funny joke is they're like Twitter bullied KD to leave Golden State. If I was KD, y'all would have been kissing my ass and I would have stayed at Golden State. And we probably would have racked up about three, four more rings on y'all. Ain't no way I would have left Golden State if I were KD. Ego, pride to decide, hey, this is the best situation for me. I don't have to worry about 
bringing the ball up the court all the time. Not I don't got to worry about being the lead guy every game. It's just the better situation, man. And I understand he wanted to get the ring on his own, and we saw what Steph Curry and boy did a couple weeks ago. But hey, man, if you, I, I was upset when he made the move to Golden State as well. But I totally understood why he did it. <laughs> I mean, if you're just thinking of the league we in now, players need the ring, they want to get the ring, but not even just on the ring. Yo, this is just a perfect situation for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way I play basketball, the way Steph Curry played, the way Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, yo, I know the organization is going to put pieces around us so we can we can succeed. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a win-win. So KD just, I think his trust issues with organizations is coming into play now because that just, but it boils down to with this. And who knows? KD and Kyrie, they seem to be friends. They claim they're friends. They say they want to play together. But if they want to play together, this whole trade request from Kevin Durant coming out of nowhere after Kyrie said, okay, I'm staying, and that he's able to play now. So this whole Kevin Durant thing, man, I'm going to get on that too as well. But for now, let's talk about Kyrie. All right. Kyrie Irving, great player. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I rock with Kyrie. Y'all know how I feel about when people throw mama mentality on everybody. Kyrie is the one guy. He got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. But the drama, man, the drama. I don't care how great of a player you is. They saying he want to come to L.A., be a Laker. I'm cool. I'm cool. Y'all know I'm a Laker fan. Now, if you saying, Tyler, which one would you rather have, KD or Russell Westbrook? I'll take Kyrie. But the drama behind the scenes is going to cause the on-court ball not to be the best. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If Kyrie go to the Lakers and they ball out, I'll be the first person to come on here and tell y'all, hey, man, as a Laker fan, I was wrong. But it's just something about that behind-the-scenes drama that turned me off from any player. I don't care how great you are, how many points you put up, how clutch you are. That behind that drama just – and you already know the Lakers going to be, you know what I'm saying, top story. Now you throw Kyrie reuniting with LeBron, uh, I don't know, man. Oh no! And Kyrie, if he just was calm, cool, low key, doing his own thing, I'll be like, "All right, come on, I'll gladly open the door for you to come to, to the Lakers." But just this drama in Brooklyn, man, it just kind of turning me off, man. I just ride it out with Westbrook. I'll ride it out with Westbrook, man. I, that this is my opinion, so don't. If this news break that Kyrie coming to the Lakers, just know Tyler ain't with it, man. I'm not with it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but. As of the past year or so with Kyrie, man, I don't know if I want him being a Laker. Lakers got enough drama as it is. So why would I add fuel to the fire, man? You know, that's why I feel like with um with Kyrie. Now, in terms of Kevin Durant, of course, very, very unpredictable. <laughs> and that's the thing with Kevin Durant, man. We do not know. And the thing about this trade, it's not on Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's saying, yo. And I got messed up for a minute. I like, yo, Bradley Beal just signed again with Washington, which is, like I said, I'll talk about more about that next week. Yo, Kevin Durant got tied to the DMV area. But it's on Brooklyn. That's the difference. It's not like he can just pick what team he want to go to. Brooklyn is looking for the house if they trade in Kevin Durant. And Brooklyn technically don't even got to trade him. <laughs> they can just hold on to him. Like, okay, you request a trade, but fam, nobody putting up a, a great offer for you. Keep in mind, Kevin Durant is a great player. Uh, Kyrie Irving, great players. I'm never questioning how great of a player they are. It's just the off the field, not off the field, off the court stuff that I'm getting my head scratched. Though uh, I'm scratching my head over. But Kevin Durant, Brooklyn wants the house. 
It was talks of him going to Phoenix. Phoenix instantly said, all right, we can probably make something happen, but just know Devin Booker's not on the <laughs> he's not on the trade list. So they can make some moves. Phoenix got some assets that they can bring in Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, with Kevin Durant, teams, everybody's on the chopping block. So a lot of teams now just they hey, yo, we signing uh Booker to this, we signing Bradley Bill to this, uh Jokic, we signing him to this. Uh, different trades happening. So I don't know where he's going, dog. Now if this was like him leaving OKC, it was, it's the same thing. I didn't think he was going to Golden State. I was like, nah, Kevin, he ain't going to Golden State. You know what I'm saying? He can go on any team. He ain't going to the team that, that, that just beat him, a team that just won 70-something games. He ain't doing that. Damn sure enough, I was just chilling on the couch that day. I got that, got that uh, alert, breaking news, Kevin Durant's going to Golden State. I said, yo, what the hell? <laughs> now, like I said, hey, if I was him, I, I – I totally understand why, but me as a fan, just thinking of sports and athletes and, you know what I'm saying, rival teams, and I'm like, nah, he ain't going to Golden State, dog. Shit, he showed up went to Golden State. So now, I don't know where he's going, dog. I, I honestly, if he goes to Phoenix, CP3, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, that's a monster. He find his way to Miami. I don't know how that's going to, mm, that would be nice. She y'all like they said, hey, before Atlanta made that move to get Murray, if Atlanta probably would have waited, hey, Kevin Durant in the A would have been nice. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I wish I had a if I just had to make a guess, let me just think. Outside of Phoenix, outside of Miami, uh Memphis, no. Uh Celtics, hell no, I doubt that. Brooklyn, of course not. I don't know where Kevin Durant. I don't know. I do not know, man. I honestly don't know. This is just so odd, man. Like, damn, KD stay in Brooklyn, man. Where is he going? That's the question. And like I said, by the time y'all hear this, maybe news has broke that Kevin Durant got traded to whoever. But as of right now, I do not know. I'm just like the ESPN. I don't know, man. With him, for one, it's not like. Is his choice. If it, even if it was his choice, I still don't know where he's going to go. It's not his choice. Brooklyn ultimately has the last say-so. Made a best offer win. That's the best I can say for this Kevin Durant. Whoever gets him, they in position. I doubt it. he's going to Orlando or something like that. And watch, probably he fucking get traded to Orlando. But made the best offer win when it comes to Kevin Durant. Now, with this whole situation with KD and Kyrie, and Kyrie like I said before, man, I do not know where this is coming from. I'm just as shocked as everybody else. As you can tell how I just explained everything. <laughs> so, we shall see. That's the best I can give you when it comes to KD and Kyrie. Yo, new week, new playlist, man. Ten records I've been having in rotation throughout the week. Now available on the YouTube page. Make sure you guys check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube page, man. Stay tuned in for the rest of the episode. So I'm back with another guest. This guest is a great, great friend of mine. <laughs> 
we have Miss Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing today? I'm actually doing very well. I'm very excited about seeing this and seeing you in your element and being a part My of it. Element. Yeah. Yes. I just relax your shoulders. Calm. Oh, I always sit like straight up in general. Okay. Okay. So I'll just making sure. When people see you with good posture, it's like. Mm. All right. So just a little background. Me and Rebecca went to the same high school. Russell County, so shout out to Russell County. Rebecca was, well, she is older than me, so, but we've known each other for a minute. Yes. So I'm glad to have you. (laughs) Yes, I'm glad to have you here. Me and Rebecca came about pretty easy. She simply asked me, yo, how you go about having guests? Right. And I said, well, some of them ask. I say yes. Some of them ask. I say no. And you said yes. I said yes. (laughs) (laughs) I said yes. So we're just going to chop it up real big. I'm not here to go viral, like I've been telling you. I'm not here to degrade women or nothing like that. Okay. We're just going to kick it like we always do. And per usual. Have a great conversation. Sounds good. All right. So like I said, everything is going well with you. The yes. week, the summer, how's the summer been so far? Summer has been amazing. Um, this weather, everybody's complaining about it, but mm-hmm. I'm like loving it. It's enhanced my mood right. tremendously on the day-to-day. So every time I'm like, it's so hot, I just am sure to put it out in the universe that I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's hot, but I'm enjoying it. All right. So like you said, the summertime, you've been traveling. Yes. You're a mom. I'm a mom. You work. I work. How do you balance it all? Um, With a will and a prayer, basically. No. Um, Move the mic up a little bit closer. Just going about my day to day. Like I'm, what's worked for me really has been scheduling or really being able to identify like time slots for certain things like okay I know if I'm working out it's best for me to work out in the mornings like before I get my kids up and before I really get the day started it's really for me Mm -hmm. and then I can get them up get them started about their day and then go to work and then cook dinner or whatever I have to do but I know within certain time slots like this is the most efficient to get done by that time nice I do want to ask you about your workouts because you do the at home. You mostly at home or all at home? All at home or like out in the community if I happen to go like hiking or something. Okay, so at home, I know a lot of people want to know at home, how does that work? Do you do you have to find what best at home workout works for you or is it just you just go on YouTube and type in at home workouts? Just- I think it's really trial and error, honestly. Um, for me, what I saw that most worked recently was I got a trainer and then she actually uploaded it into the app to where I knew on Monday I had arm workouts or something upper body. And then Tuesday was like lower body. Wednesday was like a rest day. So when it was broken down for me like that, and then it kept track, like, okay, you worked out for 30 minutes and this was how many calories you burn. It was, it's better for me, more beneficial if I'm like able to see the progress that I'm making, right. like wearing people see you wear Apple watches and things like that. But it's kind of like a motivator to me because I see the numbers going up and then it's just better for me rather than just knowing, Hey, I was active today. Like I want to see the numbers. Right. Yeah. So I do want to ask because mm-hmm. I go to the park, but I don't right. have an Apple watch or I don't track it with my phone. Right. What's in terms of cardio, what's the estimate amount of, Minutes or hours and cardio and calories. I would say about 30 minutes is my ultimate goal. I'm never going to work out more than 45 minutes like that. An hour is already 
too much for me unless I'm yeah. going like hiking or I'm I have it like planned to be very active that day like now 30 minutes is all I'm gonna do um I would say it depends on how you walk or you can't just be like a slow poke like you have to actually put intent That's behind me. it I walk. I yeah. just walk. people no. think I would just be I'm walking you need to have I like speed, I speed walk I speed walk and I go up the hill but okay it's too fucking hot well, you have to go in the mornings, like... I'm here in the well, morning. Well, true. Well, then you have to go, like, at night. Like, I would say 7 or after. Because it doesn't get dark until, like, 8 o'clock. Right. So, yeah, it's just... The, the I'm, writing this, I'm, writing, I'm writing this down. Okay, write it down. 45 minutes. 30 to 45. 30 to 45 minutes. Right. And how many calories I should aim. If I look down at a watch on my phone and say right. calories, I... I would say... 200 plus. 200 plus, all right. Yes. I ain't had none of this written down neither. I've just, I really want to ask you about working no, out. That's because what you said. And I've, seen me, the, I've seen the progress. It's like I have to do things that can be easily accessible and incorporated into my lifestyle because, like you say, I am a mom. I have to do a balancing act. So it's not convenient for me to go to the gym. It's just also where I live and things like that. Yeah. All these different factors, um, home workouts. It requires you to be very motivated for yourself, but motivation isn't the key factor where everybody always thinks you have to be motivated. Like you have to be disciplined. You have to right. know at the end of the day, even if you don't want to do it or not, this is going to be the best for you. Right. And it's not something you have to do every day. Like ultimately the minimum, I would say working out three times a week and then maximum is like five. Like I'll okay. work out Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. I'll do two a days day. anytime or? I've been doing a lot of two-a-day cardio, so I'll work it like in the morning. I'll do thirty minutes walking, and then I'll do thirty minutes in the afternoon, just because I haven't felt like doing any strength training. Okay. So, it's something easier. All right, what's the? Uh, I know it's benefits to working out, but what right. have you noticed that you don't think about and you just notice it on the notice it on the random like, damn, it's come from working out. Mood enhancing for sure, and then also you don't have that dread. Where, you know, when you have something to do and you know that you're doing it, you're, like, dreading to get it done or something. Right. Or say you go the whole day without working out and you know you wanted to work out. And then you're just, like, laying there in bed. You can't sleep because uh, now you're like, oh, yeah. I should have worked out today. Like, now you're adding up all the days that you didn't work out. And I'm just like, that's why I work out in the morning. Because I can get it done before my body get even knows that I'm, like, tripping on it right now. Mm -hmm. And then so I'm like, okay. I'm going to work out, get this done, and my mood is so much better. I can be friendlier at work. And then in the afternoon, I know that I don't have anything else to do besides, right. like, cook dinner, eat, or, like, veg out. And like they said, when you <laughs> veg out. <laughs> <laughs> and like they said, when you miss one day of working out, you feel like you missed the whole month. Right. So I totally understand. I'm going to get on it. Like, I do go to the park. I sweat because obviously it's hot. But I seen, like, your progression. And I was like, damn, Becca doing this at-home workout, and she's – killing more weight than uh, toning up more than the I people tried. who yeah that's the thing post a little planet fitness mirror picture <laughs> i like becca beginning in so i, I did trying. i did want to ask you about that thank uh, you that makes me feel good too though. that's a surprise like, you yeah. know i was gonna ask you about oh, okay. that okay i am surprised i know but what we did talk about before yes about the community yeah and you had a great i don't know if you want to say it on the platform I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. I mean, you could just <laughs> give a quick, you don't got to be a whole right. layout. But. I would say just bringing something to the community that you don't really have here. You see them in larger areas, but just something that you can be excited of, something you can be proud of. 
Uh, I feel like the place that we live at is a large enough population to really be able to have activities and stuff like that. Um, I had looked up yesterday, actually, me and my friend were talking about trying to meet in the middle and they have this website where you can put like the two addresses in and it will give you like the middle place. Mm -hmm. Um, So the place that we looked at was like this tiny town. I don't want to say the name, but it only has like a population of like 3,400 and I was like, well, that's relatively small. Yes, definitely. And then so I looked up the place that we live, and it's like over a million, like over a half a million. And this area? Yes. Wow. I what did are they, not know that. What are they counting? Are they counting just Phoenix City, Columbus, Fort Mitchell? Columbus. Oh, Columbus alone. Columbus alone wow. was, yeah. I didn't think of that. I didn't think so either. So really, when you like really think of the population like that and the yeah. numbers, we – we have to do something yeah. for the city. like, And it's nothing. Like, people nothing. think it's just me being a person that oh, I don't want to do this on. It's right. really nothing. It's stuff to do. Like I said, you come here for a month. Mm-hmm. You can find your restaurants. You can find what you want to do. But you're like, okay, that was cool for a one-time thing. It's not something you continuously want to do. And what you were telling me, that's definitely something that's missing, in my opinion. I think also the things that we've been doing – We've been doing since high school, right? Like, it's not very much that has changed besides restaurants and things like that. But ultimately, the activities that you can do, what are you really doing? Going to the movies. Yeah. Bowling. You're doing that in the evening time. Exactly. You're not doing that at night. Not during the day. There's nothing that I can think of right now um, in the Phoenix City area, I would at least say, that during the day you're going to go there. Like, nobody's saying, hey, let's go to Phoenix City and do something. Not even trying to pull up on nobody, really. No. Just and it shouldn't be like that. Like, why shouldn't. do we have to go give our money to bigger places when we have enough? Here? I was I was saying yesterday because me and the fellas had linked up and they was talking about you know somebody's relocating. One of our one of my friends relocating, and he was like, "I'm gonna use this time just to see the world." And I was like, right. "What he's going to do? He's definitely about to see the world." So I was like, "You don't have to worry about that." But it's the thing about around here, like Atlanta is right there. So I say, okay, you got Atlanta, you got Florida, and with Atlanta comes the airport. Right. So a lot of people, especially our age group, they psh, you don't know where they're at right now. It's, they're not in Phoenix City probably. No. Unless they working or, you know. Visiting family. Visiting family. Yeah, nobody's really. No. Yeah. I, and that's such a great thing that you said, too, because people that are from here, like outside of the military community, are people that just want to travel and things like that. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Like, they're staying in the Tri-City area. Um, I was eating my Chinese food with chopsticks, and they thought it was, like, so weird, like, so extra. And they're like, oh, wow, this is, like, really fancy. I'm like, "Mm." it's like like the traditional way to eat the actual cuisine. So, (laughs) you know, like, not in a bad way, but it just surprises you that people don't really know certain things or just are exposed to certain things like that. You just... Don't think of it that way. And Becca is a foodie. By I'm the a way. big foodie. Big foodie. What are some of your favorite restaurants, just in general, not just around here? Um, I would say Fogo de Chao is probably my ultimate, ultimate favorite in Atlanta. And I was so sad when I heard them, like, have them shot it up. I was like, this was so random. I was about to say shut down because of the no. pandemic. <laughs> well, because there was one that was like that. It's, like, similar. And they did shut down to, due to the pandemic. Okay. But. Yeah, that's probably my favorite because they bring out – have you ever been there? No. So most Brazilian steakhouses that you go to, they have, like, waiters, right? But the waiters essentially carry around these big chunks of meat, and they, like, 
cut it off for you. So they uh, give you like little placards and green obviously means like, yes, you want more food. Mm-hmm. And then red is like, no, you don't want any food right now. But imagine like so many people and I'll have to show you a picture because um, when me and my friend were in Miami recently, mm-hmm. when I tell you we were so overwhelmed by the amount of men that came with all these meats, like literally these big hunks of meat. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, I know. It's so funny when you say it like that, but truly, and we're all like looking around like, and he's like, oh, I'll take your picture. So it's like six men with these big old hunks and they've got like these big knives and things like that. So it was like really overwhelming, but it's so fun because it's just so much like they have lamb chops, they've got pork chops, ribs. I've been wanting to try lamb chops, but I just haven't got around. It's like a sweeter meat. Okay. Yeah. So I would suggest go. Also get Brazilian lemonade. That's my ultimate, ultimate favorite. Brazilian lemonade? Man. How's that? They put like, um, what's that milk? Sweetened condensed milk. And then it's like limes and sugar. That's ultimately what it is. And they blend it up together and strain it. It's so good and refreshing. Like you're eating all this stuff and you want something like light. <laughs> but Rebecca eats, man. <laughs> but it's so great because like. I'm telling you, that comment I told you about the other day where, like, I'm sure you don't miss a meal. Like, no, oh, I don't. Yeah. Like, thank you because yeah. your this DMs, is a lifestyle. Your DMs are a strange place. They are. I do want to um, ask you about that. Okay. So, <laughs> me and you, we're friends. Of course. So, I like having women friends who give that information. Like, right. yo, look what this dude is in my DM doing. Does that? Because, like I told you, that kind of messed it up for the normal guys who just want right. to say, hey, how you doing? Exactly. They think, oh, look at this weirdo. I'm just saying, hey, how you doing? So, how does that come about? I'm not asking you your DMs, but no. how does that, how do you separate the casual conversation from the, obviously, the creepy guys? Because you let me know about foot fetishes, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> come on. It gets crazy, like. And then you saw the thing I, I showed you yesterday also, like, about Darth Vader and stuff yeah. like that, just random stuff like that. But I think for me what separates it is you don't have to be, like, weird. You don't have to have, like, a catchphrase or yeah. something where you're, like, boom, like, I'm going to surprise her. Like, yeah, it's nice to hear different stuff, but then also you don't have to do the most. Like, just come as you are type of thing. Like If you left on red, you left on red. I, yeah, and I try not to do that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's ultimately what it is. Like, and I was thinking this yesterday, too, because I had got invited to go somewhere, and it's like, I feel like I'm at this age now where I don't feel like I have to put on nor, like, put up an excuse. I'm not going to be rude about it or anything, yeah. but I feel like I should be able to politely decline, mm-hmm. and then you shouldn't be asking me questions about why I'm declining, like, accept yeah. the uh, definition, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, accept that, and then... Like, we can keep it moving. It's not awkward yeah, or anything. It's not the like, end of the world, it's just, man. It is what it is. Like, I tell people, I'm like, man, it's a million people. In, it's more than a million people in the yeah. world. There's a lot of different cities, different states. If one declines, if one turns you down, it it's fine. It does not take dog. away from you. I promise. It's fine. I promise. Men have an ego. Yes. Men, yeah. they thinking because they got them lights. If you go like somebody pictures, like five pictures, they're like, oh, she wants me. I can say anything I feel like in her DMs, so let me say the most outrageous thing, and she's going to do it because she likes my pictures. And right. That's not the world that we in, man. And it's not, and I also feel like just because I'm liking your pictures, that doesn't mean that I'm interested in you. Like Exactly. I'm naturally a nice person, and I also, I enjoy seeing people do good. I enjoy seeing people share their things. Like, when you share your stuff, like, I'm going to hype you up because yeah. that's awesome that you're, 
going out and trying things or that you're doing stuff, you know, like, but just because I'm like hearting your stuff or just because I'm like, ha ha, like, oh, this was so funny. That's not an invitation for you to like want to see me now. Right. And that, I think, yeah, and have it, to get that. And it kind of leads to our next conversation because people put so much stock into likes and shares. Yes. And just speaking for me, I say it time and time again. I can post podcast stuff, whatever. One post may get 35. One post may get 50. Right. One post may get one. More, more, some posts may get none. Mm. That doesn't necessarily equals to the listens, the downloads. So in terms of that, putting on versus what you said, putting on versus complaining about the city. But okay, yes. I'm just saying on in terms of what's the best way I can put this? Just what do you think that could bring? Do you think this city is missing exposure or, or support. What? I think a both. In terms of everything, not just rapping, right. podcasting, no. everything, business. Just, is it exposure or support? I would that's? say both just because with where our location is, I feel like we do fall in the shadow of Atlanta a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So there is that because Atlanta is – big and glam and you know all these things that are associated with there whereas when you think of the area that we're in it's just not like the fountain city right okay (laughs) but my thing is and i just been really looking from the inside out you can speak more on this because you've been outside longer (laughs) don't like don't don't do that you've been been outside longer than me i didn't go to big city i didn't go to mario's okay the thing about it, I notice. Let's say Friday, this club is jumping, mm-hmm. so everybody's going to that club Friday. Right. You go to any other club, it's dead because everybody's there. Saturday, the same club that was jumping Friday is not jumping Saturday because Saturday everybody goes to this place. Right. Do you think that would mess it up, kind of? That everybody's in one place at the same time that can bring more drama, more conflict, more standing around looking at each other. I think it's the cultural aspect of it as well, like depending upon the type of club vibe that you have, because let's face it, there's also the racial demographic that you have to keep in mind and things like that when it comes to clubs, because some days you'll see more of this race compared to another day with that race. And that's just what it is. Also compared to what the DJ is playing, things like that. Yeah. Um, But I do think it messes it up because you don't have a variety. Like, Mm -hmm. every week you're going to the same club and they're doing the same exact thing. You get tired of that. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where everybody is at now is we've been doing the same thing. I know for me on being outside longer, uh, it's some of the same (laughs) clubs or the same atmosphere or it's the same people. They're just changing their club name. But it's the exact same setting. So it's like I'm not getting anything new or fresh. Um, I don't feel like it's somewhere that A, I'm safe, or B, I'm just going to go to have a good time. I don't want any drama. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see anyone getting any fights. I don't want to hear any threats. I want to go out. I don't want to spend my money because I'm going to spend yeah. my money regardless, right? Yeah. That's not the point. It's I want quality when I'm that's, spending it. And that's what I think has been missing. Like, from everything, for me, from the music, it's like, okay, that's cool, but – not saying you got to throw on salsa, but right. mix it up a little bit because you got different people, the women, one of the women. That's why I think the community is really slipping. The DJs are not really – I mean, son, they got the R&B nights right. and all that, but 
Man, you got all these women in here, and you got all these hostile dudes. Put something that can calm everybody down. Literally, right. Most of the clubs, you can't smoke the drinks or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. people are already feeling the way. So just let the mood set the vibe a little right. bit. And then in terms of safety, I don't even got to speak on that. It is what it is on that point. Any given night, you never know what could pop off. Sad to say is just being real. And I feel like also when I go there, and I'm not even going to say the name, but like a place that I – I wouldn't even say frequent, but I, that I go to fairly often for this one particular thing, um, and it's hookah, so it's going to narrow that down very much. But I feel like <laughs> this is a very prominent or popular place, and then you have, like, rips and tears in your sofas. Like, that makes me feel some type of way. That doesn't give me, like, a luxury vibe. It doesn't give me, like, I want to spend my money here because when you think about how much you're spending and then you're sitting here counting all the people in the actual venue and you're like, man, that times that equals this. Why would you not want to invest in your venue and make it better than what it's currently looking at? Like I understand if you were just starting out, like you've been here for quite some time now Mm -hmm. and you have events at your place where we're bringing like big names out and I don't feel comfortable when I'm sitting there because my leg is getting scratched by the leather that's like sitting up. Right. That doesn't give me, like, feel-good vibes. And another thing, why don't we have, like, a regular brunch spot? Like, something that in terms of I know I can come here, eat good, Mm. eat at a reasonable price, and hear music that's for us. Not saying it got to be nook if you book, but it could be something like, okay, I know I can come here Saturday morning or Sunday morning and have a good morning to start my day off with i think they're doing more now like i've seen certain clubs are doing brunch now i guess it's kind of a way to make a money because there's like a, a wave right now let's yeah. just say that yeah everybody is brunching now on brunch the weekend, hookah so. yeah mimosas mimosas <laughs> tequila I saw i'm gonna do mimosa all day every day like i make mimosas at home so i tried mimosa over the weekend i tried to make one i don't think i did it right you probably put too much orange juice i didn't even have orange juice <laughs> raspberry simply lemonade <laughs> okay i can i can get with that because people have been using the simply lemonade lately okay. um so i could understand that okay i'm not the biggest champagne guy neither, well no so that's probably what it is i ain't been drinking i've been drinking wine lately pinot grigio wine is definitely different like that's a different vibe i like it i prefer that smooth yeah you don't have to work like you'll get a hangover if depending on how much you do but that drunk is different from a liquor drunk. Like, it's very smooth, sexy, like, low-key. Yeah. I prefer it's the It's the headache waking up after you're drinking. I just... And I don't even have hangovers like that. But right. it's just that one moment you just wake up, and you just feel that little boom-boom. And I'm like, oh. For me, it's like the uneasy stomach where you just don't feel like you can eat properly. Or it's just, like, not even bubbly, but just you know it's not right. Like, yeah. it just does not feel right. I hate that after drinking. And I'm like, I'd rather not. And it's so funny. Them little Pepto uh, chewables, that helps yeah. me anytime. Like the, the pink bottle? They made yeah, they have oh, wow. chewables. So it comes like two in a pack. But I swear by this, like anytime I'm drinking, especially heavy liquor, mm-hmm. the next morning, like once I wake up, I'm like drinking my water and I take that, I'm good. Like, mm. I cracked the code. I know people ask me, like, oh, before we start, you want to take this goody powder? I was like, I heard that. I was like, no. Like, I'm going to take my hangover if it comes. I'm not that big of a drinker, though. And if you don't mix, like. Yeah, I definitely mix. Oh. The, the most, the most, 
I probably drank like straight shots was when I was at my trip in Puerto Rico. But right. if I'm drinking, I definitely have. What do you mix though? Depends on what I have. I'm making the transition now from dark to white. Yeah. So I get like Patron or something. I have just simply lemonade. I like I like my drink to be good. I okay. don't want to just drink it just to feel. Yeah. I want my drink to be enjoyable. So I, I definitely started mix. drinking brown now over white. And before I was white over brown. But I think now, because I hang out with my dad a lot, obviously, when he comes. So he's like drinking like whiskey. Yeah. And so, you know, he's got like a cigar. <laughs> he's like sophisticated drinking. And so I'm trying to keep up with that. He like let me smoke a cigar. I'm I don't get the point, but you know, hey, different strokes for different folks. I like how we just had a like a intelligent conversation about drinking and, <laughs> and mixing. But is there anything else you would like to discuss? Because we we can talk about anything at any given. Any questions you have? I was gonna ask you just in reference to because now you're up in triple digits. Um, so you're almost at that big 200. How do you feel compared to when you were starting compared to now? Um, definitely more confident. I'm definitely more confident and I feel like I surrounded myself with people who hold me accountable. Right. So if it wasn't good, they'd be like, Tyler, you know, I understand. Do you think they would though? Yes. Okay. Yes. I have even my closest friend who's like the nicest guy, Jacob, who started his own podcast. Right. He would tell me, Tyler, you said this about basketball. One, you're wrong. To like, I look, I make sure I do research. So, if I even if it is bad, I'm giving out factual information and I'm right. giving my opinion. But in terms of how you present it, how you speaking, right. how you follow up with it, my friends will tell me, but good, yeah. So, I'm definitely more confident. Mm. I don't want to say I inspire people. I think you do. You should say that. I know I should, but I'm just not that guy to be like, you are inspired. No, I know, and I think we. We all don't like to look at ourselves in that manner, but I, I totally feel like you're inspirational. Yeah, I clap for myself, but I don't like to right. clap too much because I, like I told my friend last, <laughs> like I told my friend last week when she was on here, I said, yo, it's just something you don't notice while you're doing. Right. Like I look at the number like, damn, 107. I'm like, damn, I've been doing this a long time. And I'm not doing it for money. I'm not doing it for clout. No. I'm doing it because I really enjoy podcasts. And I just right. feel like, I feel like my voice I ain't gonna say my voice should be heard, but I just feel like I got a lot of good shit to say. I think so. That brings me to my next question, and I'm gonna circle back to that. But you said in reference to your friends, how have you noticed your friends treat you differently now that you're doing this podcast as opposed to maybe when you were discussing it as an idea? Uh probably just more questions about stuff going on. Okay. Like, Tyler, how you feel about it? Like, fam. So you're like a source now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, well. I don't really say too much because some stuff I really don't. What I talk about on here is what I actually like care about. Like if I were to post on Facebook, I would post about wrestling. Right. Even though you laughed at me for it, but it is what it is. It is what it but is. But it's just more questions about what's going on and wanting to know my opinion before I record about it or something like that. So but there's no nothing like change. Like like people look at me different. I hope not. I don't know because I don't be around like that. Because some people are like. You at the end of the day, I feel like everybody wants to be doing something, but not everybody can. You know what I'm saying? There's right. gonna be the people that talk about doing something, and then there's the people like you who are ultimately yeah. doing what they intended on doing. Um, and even though, you, like you said, it's just something that you do like for leisure. It's not something mm -hmm. you're looking to make money out of. But I mean, if you can at the same time while yeah. getting your opinion out, I think that's like the ultimate package. Yeah, they bring a bag now. Hey, 
Right. <laughs> Merch coming soon. Yeah, right. And I was telling my family yesterday, I was they was like, yo, how you do the studio? I said, it just so happens that I was already doing a podcast. Right. And we had a news director come. He wanted to start podcasting for the reporters. And, right. and it just so happened that I was working here and they built this. And I'm like, I waited like two years. My co was like, yo, they got a podcast. Why you don't use right. it? I'm like, no, nah, that's theirs. I don't want to come in and. Right, using their technology. Things. And just one day I was working where well, I showed you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'm going to ask them, can I use it? Been telling you that to go ask him. I just asked him. He said, "Yeah, I've been seeing you post on Facebook. I was wondering when you're gonna." Aw. And I was like, "Okay." And now I feel like, even though it's some stuff that still hurdles, like you know, technical difficulties right. or something, I still feel like I'm confident. You know what I'm saying? And they can see me and say, "Okay, Tyler can do this shit for four years almost. Don't be in no drama. Not looking for clickbait. Right. Not looking for clout." I can do it too. I look to go viral. Yeah, I'm not looking for that. <laughs> and I tell my like my friends, they come or they want to come. I say, yo, this could be you. You probably thinking, oh, maybe I can come and ask Tyler again. Can I come and talk about this? Right. Because there's people I want like different opinions on stuff. Exactly. Like my opinion is not the same as your opinion. Your opinion not the same as this person, that person. Right. So it's not an open door policy. But no. if you want to come and chat, just let me know, and maybe you may find something in podcasting that. Suits you because I don't want to be in front of the camera right. all the time. I think that was like the biggest thing that made me ask was just because I myself am trying to get out of my own little box, I guess, and try something else. So why not try something new and then I can do it with my friend? Like that makes it even better. And then, like you said, you're inspiring. And even if podcasting weren't to be my thing, just to know that I have the option of trying something yeah. and actually doing it. And then you're succeeding no matter what. Like, even Thank if you. you're not getting numbers and things like that, you... I ain't talking about... No. I'm in general. And in general. Okay, even if you're not getting numbers in general, not you specifically, Tyler. I'm just... Um, you got to start somewhere, He's got the numbers, yes. Okay, folks, he's got the numbers. Um, Audio, YouTube. Fuck <laughs> with me. Audio's still there. YouTube. Catch People up. People feel like you have to get accolades to do something. Like, uh, no. I think that's the thing I miss about being a child the most is that I did stuff because I wanted to do it because exactly. it looked like fun because it's something I wanted to experience. Mm-hmm. And then society kind of conditions you to shy away from that. Like, you have to have the intent behind everything. Like, mm-hmm. you got to go to work. You got to do these things. But no, like, you can do whatever you want to do just because you want to do it. You don't have to even be good at it. Yeah, you don't. It's a lot of people doing stuff that need to stop because they're not good at it. <laughs> That's too, and then I look at people like that, and I'm like, damn. Somebody man, should tell you, not stop. Judging, yeah, but like, why am I not trying? Like, but it's, I've had friends like that who wants to do stuff, and then they post it, and I see it. Not saying my shit is the top tier, because no, right. some people may see my shit and say, but I wish this dude would stop. Right. But it's some people, I'm like, fam, come on. You know better than this that. Time. Yeah, especially with certain, let's say it, music. Let's say it. Music. You know that was the sound years ago. Mm-hmm. That's not what's in. Come on now. You have to read the vibe. You gotta like, you gotta read the room. Read, read the vibe. Yeah. And it's gonna tell you, like, energy is real. You're gonna feel that. And yeah. I think people go against that feeling, like, no. Just just feel it, know it, and keep it moving. Do it. You got all this in your phone. Resources, Google it, <laughs> just whatever you feel like you, please. How can I just type, how can I do better in blah, 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 blah. Truly. And I'm sure you can find an article or something that can give you some tips to start with. They're going to pull you up like a video. I'm telling you any possible thing that you wanted to look up and know resources about is at your fingertips, truly. Literally. 
you're choosing to be ignorant at this point. And it's, I, I'm like a part of that as well, where I'm like, dang, I, I don't know anything about this. And I just, why? Because you're choosing not to know about it. Research right down in the palm of your hands. Every time. Every single time. <sighs> yes. Um, I think some other questions that I have for you would be, how do you feel in reference to dating in 2022? Oh, like, my God. This is what they've been waiting on. That, because <laughs> Cause I have never. I, I've been doing this for a minute. Okay. Clearly by myself. Mm-hmm. You are the second woman on the podcast. Right. The first in person. Okay. So I'm glad you brought this so now I can probably edit all, all that other stuff. <laughs> I want to thank y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 173 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great week, man. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all. Catch y'all here same time this week. Salute.